Let's vanish this podcast. <laughs> this is a very different movie from Vanishing Point, isn't it? <laughs> There's no decent cars. There's a Volvo. <laughs> There's a Volvo V70 in this. That's you should see I think Ross is the internet movie car database, isn't it? I think so. That's my own website. I hate to think what he'd think when he's seen the 1988 version. Well, I don't know. Did he have such a boring car in it? Yes. Really? Yes. Uh, you might be a bit more entertained by the film, though. I would say so. <laughs> to the point where you might not bother about that. Yeah, I find where that cock come from. Just fix my Lego model. Ho, <laughs> 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 oh, and welcome to Don't Jump the Shark. I'm Ross, and here's the now the my hot missing wife, Grant. Hello. And here's uh, your replacement girlfriend. Mm, no. Guess again. Barney. <laughs> the murderer that wants to see us all in a hole in the ground. Bob. <laughs> Too fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you hadn't guessed it, uh, this episode's film is The Vanishing. Just, just to give you a mental image of Bob, uh, when we record the podcast, he likes to sharpen his knife on his belt <laughs> <laughs> while wearing a cardigan <laughs> <laughs> and timing himself to see how long Chloroform knocks him out for, and having a voice like Latka from <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> That's right. Chloroform you very much. <laughs> 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 so yeah um, here's what we do every time we take a film that's good up until a point and then goes too far we'll talk you through the film and point out that jump the shark moment where we feel and goes off the deep end it could be five minutes in it could be five minutes from the end as always we locked ourselves in a nightmare scenario where we were dating Sandra Bullock and we're now dating Nancy Travis <laughs> <laughs> And we studied the film separately, so we have no way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. Speaking of which, I just saw Kenny the Clown down in Mongo <laughs> driving along. And I've got to tell you, Kenny the Clown's got a pus on him. <laughs> Holy shit, he looks miserable. He's one of those sad clowns. <laughs> fucking psychopath clowns. By the looks of him. He wasn't dressed up or anything, he was just like... Just no normal clothes. I'm I'm hoping he brought his daughter along for the ride. <laughs> and it wasn't somebody that he's just kidnapped. <laughs> You're gonna be seeing the picture again on Crime Watch. And now I'm laughing about it. Oh hilarious. Have you seen this man? <laughs> With this little girl. This is uh this is the vanishing, the remake of the vanishing, Bob. Um, yes. And you picked this because of the, the change in the ending. So, we'll get to that at one point, but you want to give us a brief brief, brief synopsis of, of, of it? 
Um, but I think you've really got to do it in a in the voice of Jeff Bridges' character. And uh, Grant, you 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 put it best earlier on. Kafka. Crossed with the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> the boyfriend of an abducted woman never gives up the search as the abductor looks on. Almost <laughs> just Count Dracula. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. I couldn't do such a fucked up accent as he does in this film. It's a weird, up, weird choice. It's all over the place. It is. At some point, he sounds like Billy Madison mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. Oh, he's got that limp as well, and then he had the hair and the strangeness about his face because he's obviously chewing his little gum or something like that. Well, appearance wise, it's like he's trying to look like Julian Sands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's very strange, like... You won't know who that is, Ross, because he's in films no. that we've not done on the podcast. <laughs> it just looks weird. It's the fact that he's, like, he's always got the, the hair over the face, and you think, there's a lot of kind of killers and weirdos in Hollywood have the, the hair over the mm-hmm. face. What is it about people with hair over the face that scares Hollywood? He couldn't have just <laughs> look normal? Well, yeah, that would, that would make him, like... He Which says, isn't it, like, I needed to look more... Like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's how he manages to get his, his victim. So, why not just like have him look kind of like Joe Bloggs? That was the point of the original. Mm-hmm. He just did look normal, aside from a wee bit of facial fur mm-hmm. to indicate that he was the body. Uh, <laughs> he, was, uh, he was quite normal looking. And how he became weaker was he mm-hmm. put on a false plaster on his hand yeah, to yeah. indicate that he'd been like maybe broken his his wrist or something like that, and he needed help with something. Yeah. So that's how he managed to get people in his car. I've, I've got a question for you. If you were to um, abduct anybody in Hollywood, who would it be? <laughs> um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he has all the right moves. <laughs> would you want to interrogate him about his his knowledge of Scientology? <laughs> he would immediately have some sort of special Scientology powder which counteracted the chloroform. <laughs> Or he'd just use the power of his mind he'd, to have, do the, he'd have the chloroform that he has <laughs> already <laughs> with the bottle of it that's for Katie <laughs> not a chance to use this for a while <laughs> for all the disconnected <laughs> and the label peels off and it says for Nicole <laughs> one final time for Mimi <laughs> and they were all 33 it's a weird thing mm-hmm. what was that? Thing. Uh, the fiancés that he was going out with they were all 33 the people he married oh really when he divorced them oh it's weird isn't it yeah that is weird that's, that's pretty messed up Grant anybody different mm, I think I would go with I think I would marry Sandra Bullock and chloroform Nancy Travis <laughs> instead if I'm honest <laughs> how about you Ross yeah De- definitely, definitely <laughs> that way round. I don't know, anybody in Hollywood, who would you want to call for? It's a good well, question. Mickey Rourke, just to see what his face would do. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mickey Rourke's face at rest? No, Jim Carrey, what does his face at rest look like? <laughs> it's like clay face from the <laughs> Probably just melt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So who are the uh, who are the innocent abductees and the weirdos trying to capture them or slash track down their whereabouts? <laughs> <laughs> In this that is a plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> Director George Sluzier. Um, Interesting. Not done anything else I've no. really heard of. Dying to go home. Crime time. No. <laughs> Which just sounds great. What time is it? Crime time. Unfortunately, he made one great film. 
the writer Todd Graff has had quite a career though. He also did um, Joyful Noise, Band Slam, mm-hmm. Camp, mm-hmm. Beautician and the Beast. <laughs> I've seen that film. So he's perfect for your thriller then. Yes. Stars Jeff Bridges, Tron, Big Lebowski, Iron Man. Quite mm-hmm. a varied career. Yeah. Normally he's great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Kiefer, we've got um, Young Guns 2, obviously. Obviously. 24. Lost obviously. Boys. Obviously. And I was thinking about all of them yeah. <laughs> while I was watching this. Nancy Travis, Summer the Night's Murderer, mm-hmm. Three Men and a Baby, Three mm-hmm. Men and a Little Lady. <laughs> um, Sandra Bullock, we've seen her twice before in the podcast. Yeah, she was in um, Speed Not two. Legally Blonde, what's the other one? Uh, like Miss Congeniality. Yes. On this day of Shatner's birthday. As well. Yeah, yeah, too. And. Speed 2, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she was also in something called Lisa Picard is Famous, <laughs> which I'm guessing is a Star Trek Next Generation spin-off. And did she play Lisa Picard? I don't know. I didn't even look what it was about. <laughs> didn't even look who she played in it. That's, that's how much effort I give this podcast. <laughs> a full 1%. <laughs> so, anybody else? Well, that's it. No. Two men, two women. That's pretty much the whole cast. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much, isn't it? There's the daughter. What? Get in the car? Okay. <laughs> Are you his mistress? That's great. <laughs> really? It's fascinating. He was watching you from the cabin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. That's fine. And I didn't find it freaky at all? No. <laughs> He's, he said that if I mentioned it, he would bury me alive <laughs> in a coffin. <laughs> like he did with the other two daughters yeah. that are missing... From the original film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Is that F3 daughter? Uh-huh. So, yeah, tell us about, about the original Bob. The original doesn't start off with him. Right. The original starts off with a couple. Mm-hmm. You get to know them. You right. get to like them. They're just an ordinary couple. They're going about their daily business. Mm-hmm. Do they run out of petrol on a Yes, tunnel? they do. Um, but not after about fucking two minutes like this film. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a good five or six minutes for that scene to happen. Ah, but by that time, you get to know them... They're happy. They actually do like each other, unlike this couple yeah, in this film. Who seem to hate each other but stay together. Plus, he's well, we'll get to later. So it's a full twenty minutes. You stay with this couple, so and then she vanishes. And in the, the same kind of way, like at a truck stop. Kind exactly of way. the same way. But the next twenty minutes after that, it's all about the killer. Mm. You, you see how he does things and how he goes about things. It's it's a sort of they've just changed it. They've changed the first. Swap round, swap it around, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So you're kind of with Jeff Bridges at the start here. Yeah, yeah. As so opposed to the couple. Yeah, which so I think is a weird, weird change. So, so yeah, yeah, how are you supposed to feel any sympathy for the character? Yeah. Right? Yeah, especially because Keith Sutherland's such a cheap ass. Like, he fills up an entire tank with petrol and it costs him 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and she says it's, they've been like past like six. Yeah. He's not bothered to do it. He's like, I'm too busy looking for the bomb. <laughs> Get out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we get this music at the start, don't we? Yeah. And you're like, oh well, this guy's a bad guy. <laughs> 
It's just a weird thing to start off with. You're you a bad guy. You're a bad guy. Yeah. Practicing the chloroform as well is a weird thing to introduce. A yeah, because with. you don't know what this is all about. Yeah. Which I suppose maybe kind of gets you interested in it. Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> it's like I don't know like because I've seen the original, so this it, didn't get me interested in it. But out of context, it's just very, very odd mm-hmm. because it's just very like I've seen this film Flatliner, so I yeah. thought I'd give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Having never seen the film before, mm-hmm. or the, the the original, I was I was like, okay, so I know this guy's the bad guy because the music that they're playing, uh-huh. <laughs> which I, I really <laughs> have a problem with films. Like, music should react to what's on screen. Well, that's not necessarily like good thing about the original is the music's sort of jazzy, rifty kind of thing, yeah. which only plays for a wee while, and then the rest of the film is pretty much silent. Yeah, I could see that really having like a, a impact. impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I kind of set an atmosphere. Yeah, it does. Um, but but yeah, it's obviously American. So this guy is obviously meant to be like. So you get the fact that he's like he's he's really wanting to be like the perfect criminal, mm-hmm. kind of like work everything out, and he wants to know like how long it knocks him out and that, right? It's so, kind of like Bob the motion picture, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're gonna do that, mm-hmm. you want to like control your experiment, and we find out later on that he's a science, uh, he's like a science teacher uh-huh. at high school, right? So the variable one is like the person that you're knocking out, but the first one is how much chloroform you use, mm. and how does he do it? He just he just dabs <laughs> it on, and then he guesses. Like, yeah, just guesses how much chloroform he's using. Twelve on cc's there, that's fine. <laughs> and then just like covers his face with it. Like, that's not a very good experiment. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even like go as far as that, mm-hmm. or like just like distill it down into a little little or bottle, mm. and then just. Chuck it all on or something. A dod. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> a big dod of colour of arm. <laughs> so, bad experiment. <laughs> very bad experiment. There's no point now. And a very bad start to the film. I, I find his daughter mm. more creepy than him and his own yes. kids as well. Because his daughter's like, Dad, have you got a girlfriend that yeah. mum doesn't know about? Because that's really that you have sex with in the cabin. That's a, a very weird thing because. He, she doesn't seem faced by that at all. No. Which, if it was just the two of them, you could believe that he'd kind of corrupted her by like the way he brought her uh-huh. up. But no, it, like there's a full family there. Mm-hmm. Just like he likes hanging out in his cabin for some reason. <laughs> and that's fine by mum. Yeah, but then you kind of get well, maybe he is structuring how weird she is because in the next kind of scene we see him like doing some DIY and then he finds like a spider, takes it and puts it in a picnic camper mm-hmm. which she later opens and it is full of spiders. Mm-hmm. Just fucking disgusting. That <laughs> happens in the original as well. In the original, yeah, does he draw the poops like he does here? No. Does he what? He's, he's speaking to her about the universe and he just draws a set of poops for her. But in this, uh, and all. In this scene, in the original, uh-huh. right? Yeah. By this time, he's already abducted the lassie, mm. put her in a coffin, and buried her. And there's this other girl, that one of his daughters, finds the spiders. Did you see that in the original? Yeah. No, no, you don't see that. The you don't know what happened. Oh, right. But you know she's on the ground somewhere. You guess. Right. Um, but you've seen, you've already seen him attempt to abduct people before by this stage. Ah, right. Because it goes through all of what it goes through in the beginning here. Where he's like... Where he's just trying to yeah. like come up with a perfect way of doing it. So, anyway, the, the daughter opens the drawer, there's the spiders. And then um, they all hear... Muffled screams. Oh, really? They're all like, that's a bit weird, isn't it? And of course, she opens the drawer, there's a spider, so she screams. And then the other daughter screams. And then the other daughter screams. And then the mum, the dad tries to distract them. 
And it's like, oh, go on, your turn, dear, your turn to scream. And she's like, oh, this is a bit weird. Oh, well, scream! Uh, and then they just forget about the screams. The scream that they heard yeah. before. It's a really well played scene. Before he's even abducted the the woman, I think that's pretty weird when he, like, like there's the guy rowing past in the boat, mm-hmm. and he's like, did I hear child screams from your cabin? <laughs> and the guy's like, no. <laughs> and it's like, are we implying that the guy's a pedophile, or are we saying, is he setting himself up as, like, that guy will never say anything against me because if he does, I'll just say, oh, I heard children screams mm. from at his wh- cabin. At which point, why is this guy never in it again? <laughs> I know. <laughs> just weird. Everything's out of context and everything's out of whack it's, in it's this not. film compared to the original. The Got Your Nose scene is pretty creepy as well. Mm-hmm. When he steals the daughter's nose and the daughter's like, you fucking scum. <laughs> <laughs> you give me that nose back right now. <laughs> Dad, are you a serial killer? (laughs) (laughs) I'm beginning to suspect that you may be a killer. Dad, do you live in the cabin from the Evil Dead films? (laughs) No, he just likes to holiday down there on his own. Yes. With one of his daughters. (laughs) That's weird. This is where we we see him kind of walking about trying to, like, coax folk into his car, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he just keeps going, do you you know where the... the, Yeah, it's a pretty poor way to, like, do it. Yeah. Can you show me on the, this map I've got in my car where where I'd like to go? Mm-hmm. Just have a seat beside me. I've got central locking, so you'll be nice and safe. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's totally out of context to the rest of the film. Mm. Well, yeah, because it would be fine if like the film was a study of a serial killer mm-hmm. and you were following the serial killer the whole way through. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we quite quickly here change to this couple that's driving about in a car quite quickly you say I say 13 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying if you didn't if you didn't know what the rest of this film was mm-hmm. and you thought oh wait this is maybe a, a character study of the killer mm-hmm. you would be like that's fine 13 minutes and then you'd be like wait a minute why are you changing over to this other people <laughs> you like the series Hannibal yeah 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 or Henry Portrait of a Serial Henry Killer, of a serial which killer. is miles better than this <laughs> So but you cut over to the new, the couple. Yeah, this new couple. Yeah. And within two minutes, they've argued, they've broken <laughs> down in the bloody tunnel, and I can't stand <coughs> either fucking one of them. Especially when he says to her, "Why are you so upset? What are you having to go at me for? I was running out of petrol in the middle of a tunnel. You passed six fucking petrol stations. There's a fucking ten-ton truck coming in, mow us down. Asshole. And he and he tells her." Stay in the car. Stay in the car. No, get out the fucking car. Get out the car. Grab that. Grab that torch <laughs> and walk down the side of the, the highway. That's safer than staying in the car with blinkers on the tunnel. You stay in that car, young lady. And if there's any vanishing going on, <laughs> I'll be very angry. Well, I think that was the point in the original was that the the that was called the vanishing. You knew she was going to disappear. You thought, oh, this will be where it's going to happen. Yeah. And there's this kind of false, false vanishing yeah. where when he gets back to the car she's not she's there gone. and then he drives out the tunnel That's when right. she's sensibly walked out the tunnel into the sunlight. Mm. So, yeah, you're right. Like You don't you don't like either of these characters. I can't, I can't stand them. You've only go known them two minutes Cause, if, you're, if you're lucky. Well, in saying that, that's a bit unfair. At this point, yeah. Sandra Bullock's not really done anything to, to, <laughs> to great us. Given this is the third film in the podcast we've done, we've not hated her in any of them, uh, have we? Uh, I mean, she doesn't do anything that like should really draw her ire, does she? She, she walks out of the tunnel, that's actually pretty sensible. Yeah. And, and Mavericks. Yeah. And she gives him a nice present. 
She gets in the lighter. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which happens in the original as well. At which, at which point he says, but I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. And have you heard Keith or Sutherland's voice? <laughs> <laughs> He's I, got, I got this voice like Batman <laughs> from just being great. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? So Batman comes into this later on as well. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you when we get to it. I'm eagerly waiting that one as well. <laughs> so we get to the the roadside... Cafe, petrol station. Yeah, truck stop. Truck yeah, stop. Because yeah. he's not interrogated anyone in a while. No. <laughs> he wants to tie them to chairs <laughs> electrocuting their nipples. <laughs> where is the bomb or or person or where is the toilet here? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> We've only got cokes or no diet coke <laughs> Animals <laughs> So <sighs> He stops and she takes the car keys and she's like, I'm going to drive after this. Is, mm-hmm. Do you want anything? Right. And he goes, I'll, I'll have a beer. And uh, so she nips in the truck stop. And he's waiting in the car and he's waiting. And he's it's waiting. really not long, is it? And then he jumps up on the bonnet and he's sitting. Well, you I was trying to think. Like, it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. Because you know what? In the original, there's all this stuff that happens in between all this where they're throwing fridge. She buys a frisbee because mm-hmm. he needs exercise. So they throw a frisbee around, they have a wee game, they enjoy each other's company, and that's where you find out that she smokes, he doesn't he? Mm. Character building? Character building. (laughs) Then she goes in to get cold cold drinks. And does the world's longest dump? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if the whole film, like three years later, he just goes to the truck stop and she's just pulling up her trousers like, whoo! Maybe give that an hour or two. Like a loaded weapon one Samuel Jackson in a toilet. <laughs> I'm just taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, character building sadly missing. I just fucking left you this. because you were out of going there. From being sensible and walking out of toilet. Yeah. It's delayed shock, darling. I couldn't make it back to the car. <laughs> I met another boyfriend who's not a total psycho. <laughs> At this point, do you not also find out that they were like planning to marry? Or they are married mm-hmm. or something? May. Planning. Planning. Yeah, planning. Yeah. Okay, so. See the guy that she met at the truck stop? <laughs> this pretend guy that she met at the truck stop was his <laughs> name, Michael. A <laughs> la <laughs> Lost Boys. Yeah. Michael. Michael. You could have done with some vampire powers in this film, eh? Oh, I could have. Could have enlivened it a wee bit. <laughs> now, the next bit that kind of pops out to me that entertained me was the like state trooper that comes to take uh, the statement and yeah, he's like... I know what you're going to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> so he says. I strongly urge you to move your face back to where it was. <laughs> Show stealer. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland has bad breath from all that heroin he took in 24 <laughs> season 3 <laughs> so yeah so like it kind of runs about frantically here and you think that's just going to kind of go now like for me anyway I, mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to kind of pick up straight away from there Yeah. and I, I quite liked the I liked like time being spaced out over like a film and that so I quite liked where it was like you know three years later and it didn't it didn't do the obvious thing like coming up on the screen like three years later mm-hmm. although it did say Missing three years ago, <laughs> and I could have done without that. Considering they then go to like Jeff Bridges' character, and like I'm not sure if it was like his wife or like mm-hmm. a colleague or something talking about like oh he does that like every every sort of three weeks he seems to put up one of those posters. 
and they're talking about oh you've got to like think that's some commitment well that happens in the original as well but it takes usually uh, well from what I've saw um, it takes about 40 minutes does it whereas here it takes 25 minutes <laughs> You need all this extra time for this great new ending. That yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Because I've got a note here that says, after 30 minutes, he's already met a new girlfriend and moved in with her. <laughs> he's got over Sandra Bullock's. Well, not got over, but. Really, quite he's quickly. Certainly looking to build a new life here. Yeah, he's Nancy on. Travis is interested in bad guys, though, because mm. she establishes this with one of her opening lines which is oh Mel Gibson won't return my calls <laughs> she just fucking she's got a type <laughs> he wants coffee she gives him milk yeah I'd be like hey whoa 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 no 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 <laughs> customer coffee uh-huh. coffee <laughs> the customer is always right darling <laughs> you want me to go where sleep in the back <laughs> in a bed in the back yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Bob never picked up any of those hints from that waitress that was knocking hitting on him. <laughs> Coffee! Coffee! <laughs> <laughs> and it is fair enough, because... The point he's making is, I haven't slept for a while, I could really mm. do with a coffee. She's like, no, I'll get you some milk, because... You could do with a sleep. <laughs> in the bed I've got in the back <laughs> you, uh, you honestly twist she's the killer <laughs> come on it's obvious right you've just lost a girlfriend for three years ago presumably it's some psychopath mm-hmm. and here you've met a fucking other one mm-hmm. I would have thought that would have been running through my mind that is a trade down though let's be honest you know? yeah I didn't mind her so much actually I don't mind she was, she was accepting of like a pretty broken person, so that that was that was quite good. But you're right; it does it, it skips forward so quickly here Fucking, that you're it? like, yeah, "All right, they're already moved in together." Is, in the original, in the original, he did actually move on with his life. Yeah. He, he has met somebody new, but we never see the initial meeting, the introduction. It's just living with somebody. Mm. And she's just putting up with him. Probably because for someone as broken as this, it would be as awkward as this. So but he's still obsessed. <laughs> show it. He's still obsessed. With what happened to his, his, his missing girlfriend, you know? So, we have another... The keeper has turned into the real life keeper at this point. Mm. Eh? He's all stubble and... Oh, yeah. Well, he's got the different jacket on. <laughs> he's basically just showing up to set after being out for four days <laughs> and they're like, let's write this into the plot. <laughs> we, get, um, we also get him explaining, an American explaining in America, mm-hmm. why he's got a gun. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be like, because I'm a goddamn American, that's right. <laughs> He's Canadian, so he probably oh, demanded that this get written in. <laughs> you have to explain the gun. <laughs> why is this gun here and why is it loaded? Cause. Because I'm a bloody bloke. <laughs> Real men need guns, baby. Did anybody clock the, the title of his uh, book that he was writing at this point as well? That he's, that he's written, sorry. Rita Sue and Bob too? Nope. No. Nearly as bad as that. <laughs> Anyway, no? no. 15 Love. <laughs> Presumably it's a tennis film. <laughs> or a tennis right. book. Kind of just put me in mind of like, was it Wimbledon? Uh-huh. Wait. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking. I was thinking, yeah, if I was a publisher, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I, I think that either. would be. I think I know why it's called 15 Love. Why is that? Um, because she probably asked the question, how many girlfriends are you going to get through? And he said, 15 Love. <laughs> 
How many beers do you want for this round, Kiefer? <laughs> Fifteen, love. How many coffees? <laughs> Fifteen, love! <laughs> and no, I don't want to sleep in the back. <laughs> What better way to get over your girlfriend than write 15 Love the John McEnroe story? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you were, if, I, if it was me, I would have presumed that that book was going to be about his missing wife. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be yeah. going to be your key in to the fact that although she'd moved in, he still hadn't gotten over her. And that's the change for the original to the remake as well, because the guy in the original is obsessed. He can't stop thinking about her. It doesn't do this kind of like nope, pretending nope, that he's over nope, thing. No, no, no. He's just constantly obsessed. Although he has got a new partner yeah. she just has to learn to put up with it in the remake Kiefer's character is uh, desperately trying to like pretend that he's moved on yeah, and it's, right. it's just bullshit tension building yes, it? Yes. and there's no need for it because I mean, you can tell from the outside how obsessed mm. he is so how can she not work that and she specifically goes and looks because she suspects he might be obsessed mm. but how could he not be really and there's also the scene where she's like going through old boxes and that and there's stuff that he's like super super protective over you would have just been like pretty sure that's got to do with why <laughs> when yeah. he's like missing girlfriend all those years ago if you're living with somebody you're going to rifle through those boxes the first fucking oh, minute you get yeah definitely <laughs> yeah don't, don't touch those boxes okay those are special boxes yeah okay darling off to work then bye bye fucking hell what's in eight boxes <laughs> dirty bastard <laughs> He's building me a, a mask for my face that looks like Sandra Bullock. A woman he's adopted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got this mannequin through the back with human skin on it. Oh, that's lovely. It's got a sign around the next thing, Miss Congeniality. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin and puts it in the bare skin. <laughs> so, he's a high school chemistry teacher. Is what we kind of learn here. Yes. And that's pretty much all. <laughs> yes. Because there's no real more character build. Because he in the original, by this time, <laughs> yeah. I've spent 20 minutes with them character mm. building. Yeah. Whereas you know, in this, this one. Is, this is all part of the. All we know is he's, he's a chloroforming guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Pretty much. So, um, then there's the kind of the book review, wasn't there? That mm-hmm. Where she goes she under finds the computer. Out. That's she, right. She does a because he said that he's obsessed with what's it called, um, anagrams. Is mm-hmm. Yeah. So she she does a bit of an anagram of the the wife's the the past girlfriend's name and comes up with <laughs> Diane Shaver. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> he met her in Hooters. <laughs> Shaver, I barely met her. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, they argue again. She's all smooth, right? <laughs> Something was vanishing downstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. So they have an argument about this, right? Well, can we can we talk about the the, the book? Yeah. Because she starts reading it, and he's obviously thought she might get it. I'll make the start it a kids book, mm-hmm. and uh, it's one of the lamest kids book I've ever read. And I read it a lot of kids books. Like, <laughs> it kind of like a kids book written by Kiefer Sutherland, doesn't it? <laughs> and then the lovely frog beat the other frog up with a gun. <laughs> Tied lamp flakes round his neck, <laughs> electrocuted his nipples and asked it where the bomb was. It said, damn it! <laughs> He's never going to go over that show, is he? <laughs> never. Never, never. So, 
but then there's a, a kind of book review when he goes a bit down. It's not. It's not a book about the kids. No, I don't know why he's magical done this, forest. Though. It's a book of I know because it's just it's like a letter to himself. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, dear Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> if that's the case, why doesn't he do it? At his Mount Zion or wherever it is. He's got his little like his little base. Uh-huh. Sinai. Yeah, he's got his little base that he does his his research one weekend a month mm-hmm. when he's pretending to be the in the army reserves. Which, by the way, it's a pretty good cover. Just <laughs> <laughs> thinking that when I was watching, I was like, yeah. I would totally believe that if somebody said that to me. Yeah, I'm in the army reserves. Yeah, yeah. How come you never get any fitter and your belly just gets bigger, Ross? Uh... <laughs> How come they don't seem to be shaving your hair at all? <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen stripes? <laughs> just basically like that. <laughs> oh, stripes they get the. They do actually shave their head. Well, no, they, but the lead characters get the. The Hollywood army hair, don't they? Yeah. Where it's just they shave the bits above the ears and that's it. <laughs> but that's like the main character one, and the John Candies of this world have to get all their hair <laughs> shaved off. So, at this point, she goes to confront him mm-hmm. at the at the the hotel, the motel where he's, motel, he's doing yeah. all this work. Holiday Inn, hotel motel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's at this point, she's dressed as. As Diane. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Very badly. Because <laughs> she has to tell you who she is. Yeah. Because you don't know who she's meant to be. I think this is a strange thing for the original as well. Um, the lassie in the original that goes missing mm-hmm. um, has blonde hair. Right. And the lassie that he hooks up with after is got black hair. Right. In this film, the lassie he was going out with gets vanished. Has black hair. Black hair, yeah. And the lassie that he's going out with now is blondish hair. Yeah. So it's kind of switched. They switched everything up here because it's the same director. Wouldn't you say it's more kind of brownie? Oh, it's brownie, aye. Yeah. The other thing it's like that brown, brownie, black. brownie, aye. Yeah. The thing that I would have thought would have made sense was to have made them look pretty similar to start with, anyway. Because mm-hmm. then you would have been like, oh, I can see why he fell in love with the second one because mm-hmm. she pretty much I was like a replacement why, for the. Why he saw past all of Nancy Travis's faults. <laughs> I think in the in the original, that's why he's obviously not fallen in love with. The, the new girlfriend because she doesn't look anything like mm. the one that vanished and the fact it couldn't ever get over whatever happened to happened her happened to her so so they have an argument yeah huge argument pretty Hollywood big, argument pretty big argument you want to know how, how it plays out in the original go on then yeah she just says uh, yeah I can't really take much more of this thanks um, I'm just going to go and he's like mm, don't want you to go but okay <laughs> that's it you mean like life? Life, <laughs> just like life. Like, like what would actually happen in real yeah. life? <laughs> None of this big fucking Hollywood shouty five-minute diatribe shit. Well, yeah, because is this the point where they have like this ridiculous like? Because she still, lo- she still loves him, but she cannot yeah. be with him if he's still going to obsess. Because at this point, they go to this like cafe to have a discussion, don't they? Mm-hmm. And it's a good indication of. That he's never going to give up that. He's session, never going to give up. He just gives her a You could see up. it in the actor. The actor's a really good actor in the original. And you could see that he's, he's obsessed, he's crazed, he's become mm. fanatical about finding her. So, yeah, they, they, they go to this cafe and have a have a sit down. Have a sit down. Mm-hmm. Oh, we sit down and like a cup of tea and have a slice of cake <laughs> and it makes it all better. That's what, <laughs> That's what my mum and dad used to call go for a poo though. Just going to have a sit down. Oh, we sit down. 
That must have been awkward. When we were kids, like, do you need to sit down? (laughs) (laughs) So when you went to school (laughs) and they asked you to sit down on your chair, what did you think? (laughs) That's spelled for a short period. What kind of damage did your films do to you? Did you see the thing in the paper about the guy that's wanted um, for having done a poo on 19 cars yes. over three years? Yes, I saw that on the Young Turks on YouTube. That's mental. That's fucking hilarious. They actually got him on, on footage because he pooed on the same car six times or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so the dad the dad of the daughter who had the, the unfortunate problem with the car got, got pooed on set up a camera. And there at four o'clock in the morning, this guy's just having a shit on the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> and they must have captured, because it was a photo timer as well, oh, just took a one second still. And he just looked up where the light was, and you just see his expression like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. You just, just see his expression like, what? I forgot the toilet roll. <laughs> From what they were saying, um, it's a great video on, on Young Turks on YouTube, if you get to see it. What they were saying, if you, le- if you, uh, if you were unfortunate to leave your car unlocked, uh-huh. you would shit in the car. <laughs> Leave you a wee message. <laughs> Was so it when you're saying it's Ross that's done this? <laughs> <laughs> Go for a little sit down in the car. <laughs> Did they find out what the, the reason was? No. No, they've not found it. They've still not got the guy. I don't think so. That's, that's brilliant. That's even better. I don't think so. So they uh, called him. Um, oh, what did they call him? You know how you have like number one criminal? Mm, he was number, number two. two criminal. I thought you were going to call him like Pooparoo and Pretzel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Public Enemy Number Two or something like that. I, I read this um, book during the week that was talking about sex addictions of mm-hmm. famous Hollywood celebrities. And Charles Lawton apparently used to like, you would prepare a sandwich, you would mm-hmm. get the bread, you would wash up the salad, and then you would get someone to shit in it, and then he would eat it. Oh. At which point I was like, no. Why bother washing the salad? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Apologies to the lot in the state there. <laughs> well, I didn't say it. This Mexican, this uh, prostitute. <laughs> Did you just say this Mexican? This prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll come out. <laughs> it wasn't even Mexican. I don't know what that's <laughs> <laughs> Just associate that with you because that's my own particular brand of prostitute. <laughs> That's the search words that you always type in Google, isn't it? <laughs> Mexican prostitute. Oh, no. So they're in the cafe. And I kind of missed this. Wait, how did they receive this letter? Did you get it through the post? Yeah. Yeah, because He's been the guy TV. notices that... Um, he finds one poster. He finds the post. The poster's not been updated in a while. So he thinks, I need to take this to the next level. Right. He's not racking his brains with guilt anymore I better do something about this because that's it it doesn't seem that he's like I would have thought it would have been like the kind of thrill of the the catch or whatever it was that was driving him mm-hmm. but it seems to be at this point that it's the the thrill of annoying the crap out of Seifer eh, Seifer Cutherland Seifer <laughs> <laughs> Sutherland which confusingly is called whose character's Jeff <laughs> And I was just keep going, no, oh, that's Jeff Bridges, the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, bo- that's Barney. <laughs> I'm born. So, not, not the dinosaur. No. Although he does walk like Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So he gets a letter. Yeah, uh, how did he get the letter? I kind of missed that part. He gets a letter. Um, does he not just get sent it in the post? Yeah, he, he gets does. so much mail from his interview that he does on television. Mm. Um, like, Obviously, wake something. Which is another thing he's lying to his partner about. Yeah, he just says, oh, "I'm off out to the to do something to, to the bar." You won't see me on national television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't watch Channel Three. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's going to be rubbish tonight. Watch Channel Four instead. In the original, uh-huh. doesn't get sent a letter. Right, the guy just fucking meets him outside his apartment. All right, after, I suppose, yeah, after it breaks up with his girlfriend. So he's at his lowest point, really. And he just walks outside. That's a good point, actually. So this Why guy, does he need to? He just walks outside and just, just... Hello. I don't who are you looking for? The screen time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's the guy just kind of been... Is the inference that the guy's kind of been keeping tabs on him yeah. all this time? Oh, yeah. And that he knows that this is kind of him at his, his low. Yeah. Right, okay. Just watches the girlfriend leave. And he's like, yeah. I'll introduce myself now. <laughs> Hi. Um, your wife's... Where Killer? Yeah. Question mark? I sends him a thing on Tinder or something. <laughs> Are you into people who killed your wife? Swipe <laughs> <laughs> so left for Peter <laughs> Sutherland for gets ready for his future career by beating the absolute living crap out of him. Well, Barney looks like he's going to abduct his new girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. Until she leaves that phone message saying, You will never find me here ever again. I'm leaving now. I'm out of this apartment and out of this guy's life. I take it that's because he he knows then if he abducts her, she'll tell no. He, he wouldn't necessarily yeah. look for her, so there's yeah. no value in abducting her. Because mm. coffins aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously not, because he's reusing the same one here. It seems so, right? <laughs> so this extends the running time just slightly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you wasted all that time before <laughs> keeping the running time quite short. Why do this? Why, well, why not? You've got to put her in jeopardy, yeah. I guess. So he beats her up. He beats her up. He beats him up because he arrives back at the apartment. And this is when his voice starts to get very Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, i got to go and go back to school. That's why he's in the school. He's actually repeating the whole of school in a week. <laughs> Otherwise he doesn't get his dad's inheritance. <laughs> in the original, when the guy turns up at his door... Uh-huh. Right, it does go apeshit and beat him up a bit, mm. but it's like a real proper fight you would probably see in high school, yeah. where they're swinging arms and whatever, and he kicks him in the ground. But he actually physically he exhausts himself. Yeah, punches and so. Kiefer yeah. just fucking throws him down one flight of stairs, <laughs> gives him a kick and a jab to the ribs, and throws him down another flight of stairs. That's his signature move, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he must do it like four times. My fucking <laughs> hell, Hollywood. Jeez, have you guys ever seen a real fight? At which point we get introduced to my personal favourite character, mm. Crazy Neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> is she in the original? Is she? No, no. Is she in charge of that building complex? The blind neighbour. Was she blind? She was just crazy. I, I think she was just crazy, right? right. There's, a, there's a bit later on with her. And my Lucky Charms cereal box is coming to life. Hello, Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, like, yeah I'm not going to pay you my rent this month and see if you notice. <laughs> <laughs> so she's staying, the new girlfriend's staying with her friend who lives in the apartment just opposite. Yeah. yeah. Their apartment? It seems so. But they, they decide to go out and play pool together. Mm-hmm. Once once Kiefer decides to go with uh, Jeff Br- uh, Barney and. Um, 
he decides, oh, right, okay, like, because Barney essentially puts it to him that if you come with me, you'll find I'll out tell you, uh, yeah, you'll find out what happened to your wife. So, but if you don't, then, and if you kill me, you know, you'll never find out. So you're like, okay, right. I can see why we go with him. This uh, drives the plot forward, and like, yep, yep, nah, that's fair enough. I'm just, I'm just gonna nip back in and get my jacket. Nine one one. Oh, police! Could you <laughs> pick up that gun that they yeah, like, yeah. foreshadowed so much earlier on? Why do you have this gun, and yeah. why is it loaded? <laughs> to never bring it really back into the story again. No. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, and the original he does do that as well. It goes with him. But after yeah. a lot of soul searching, because the guy yeah. just fucks off after he's got beat up, and he's like, "Well, if you don't come with me, you're never going to find out what happened to her. Yeah. You can call the police and you do what you like. I don't give a shit. But you're never going to connect me to your girlfriend." Mm-hmm. So he realizes, "I'd rather know." Whereas he doesn't say that in this one. I'd rather know. Like the police does seem like a viable mm-hmm. option at this point. <laughs> but the guy doesn't give a shit. Call the police. You, you don't know who I am. Even if you get my, the name from a license plate. Never connect me. No, uh, yeah. Even though he does have the keys, but he could throw them away. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's the search same, same And setup. this one, they could search his estate. Yeah, He's <laughs> <laughs> got this strange log cabin. But yeah, it, it ends up with him getting in the car anyway. Mm. In both both scenarios. And this is the bit where, like, she gets pissed at the bar. We never, ever, ever see the new girlfriend again in the original. Oh, really? It is just for the next 40 minutes, I would have said. Half an hour, 40 minutes. Just these two guys in the car, driving and talking to each other, stopping, walking, talking. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. Classier, anyway. Because <laughs> what we get now is a uh, drunk pool hall girlfriend <laughs> decides that her phone message she left on her boyfriend's answer machine was so hilarious, <laughs> she has to let her friend hear it. And at this point, she listens to the answer machine message and goes, "Is it danger?" Because he's changed it, and it's quite captured the bit where the the killer turns up uh, and, and kind of says, "You know, come with me if you want to know how Sandra Bullock died. <laughs> come with me if you do not want to live." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So she. <laughs> this, aye, this is where he, she goes and meets the crazy crazy uh, neighbour and the crazy neighbour just as she's about to leave goes oh and if you want to know the registration plate just give me a shout because <laughs> <laughs> I may be crazy enough to be visually hallucinating but I'm also lucid enough to see memorise and write down I your, thought she was blind until she said plate. that that's right I remember very well. she did say that at which point Nancy Travis has the wherewithal to go to the DMV and mm. get the yeah, home address send out a missing I've lost my car yeah or my car keys or something I, like I, I, I'm not sure of my address can you tell me my address <laughs> yeah of course we can love no problem got it right here it's this it. isn't it yes bye now <laughs> I had the days before the data protection act <laughs> information was just so lazy for you. <laughs> Jim should you really are, are you a Mr Jeff Bridges of creepy log cabin <laughs> one creepy log cabin murder forest deathsville yes that's me uh, do we cut back to them driving again we do yeah because he tells his story and he, of yeah. his past Oh, he also gets pulled over by the cop as well. Mm-hmm. Um, At which point he's like, don't tell the cop who I am. 
<laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Climax. <laughs> As well, I like Keenan Sutherland as an actor, but I think the script is not serving him well here to given him the mental anguish that he no. can't do it. Otherwise, he's never going to find out. Yeah. Yeah, you should really see a man tormented by... Tormented by... Anyone can do torment. Well, he's like... I think he does frustration more than anything. Mm. He's just always on edge. That's it. Whereas the guy in the original, you could see that he's completely fucking wrecked. Yeah. He is torn to pieces. Destroyed. So, yeah... He's desperate to know what's happened. We find out about um, the guy's past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which happens in the <laughs> as well. You, you, he's got to sit and listen to this guy talking. Otherwise, he'll never know. Yeah. He's just got to know, so he's got to sit and listen. Oh, this is my childhood. This is that, this is this, and I'm a teacher, and blah, blah, blah. He's And I used to, I tried to abduct women before. Oh, and I've tried this and I've tried that and, I've tried, and this is where you find out all the ways that he's done I once jumped out a window yes <laughs> he did jump off a balcony so pretty he basically tells him you know how people have that switch in their head yeah I don't have that he doesn't and I've met a lot of people who have problems that way and 99% of the time they're not aware of that they're not having that <laughs> he's a very self-aware psychopath yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's been in therapy. <laughs> I'm very self-actualising. I'm aware of all my flaws <laughs> and use them as strengths. And the reason he's, the reason he's doing this is because he saved a wee girl from drowning. Uh, yeah. In the original, he saved a wee girl from drowning. That's the same. Yeah, that's the same. same yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his daughter. Sorry, one of his daughters in the original. Uh, thought, thought he was a hero and a great guy so he decides to do it. so he thinks well if I'm a hero does that mean I'm capable of great evil as well because <laughs> that's a normal he flipped that switch <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal cognitive path yeah. I'm a hero I wonder if I could be the bad guy too <laughs> that's the most evil thing I can think of <laughs> hmm. saved a woman I can so murder him. Yeah. Lex Luthor in prison. Maybe I could be Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> that is the plot of Batman Returns, though, the comic book, isn't it? Dark Pretty much. Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns, eh? Yeah. Because he's like, maybe I'll just be the ultimate good guy by <laughs> by proxy being the bad guy then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's less said about um, Frank Miller the better. <laughs> oh, no. There's a, career, there's a car that, the career that jumped the shark <laughs> great 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 oh my god what are you doing Frank <laughs> it's like all of a sudden he bumped he was in a bar one night and he bumped into Richard Lehman <laughs> he's like oh, let me tell you some things about women Frank <laughs> talk about hiding things for your wife <laughs> Richard Lehman must have hid his fucking computer files everywhere <laughs> What's your new book called? Dear? Nothing. I You'll hate never... my wife. I want to rape her. Then I want to kill her. You'll never find out, dear. It's never going to get published. <laughs> Whoopsie. Twenty novels later. Do you think he's got like a, a fake kids' book career? Oh, he must. He must have. Put old Richard dead. Now. He Do just wrote the same book over and over again. <laughs> to be honest. You know when? Um, so you're right. And one of the stories of the past, we also see. Uh, a scene where he, he gets presented to a book mm. called The Barney Cousins Story. Yeah. Mm. 
and you've got all these pictures of him when he was a kid and show the one where he jumped out the window with it and he ends up with his arm in a cast. Did anybody else look at that picture of that kid and think, that kid looks like Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> like, it really, really looks like Kiefer Sutherland when he was young. <laughs> like uh, Stand By Me era, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe originally it was the other way around with the casting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They'd done all the pictures and the story <laughs> they were like, ah, fuck it, we'll do whichever one. Do you think it would be a better film went around the other way? I think Jeff Bridges... Jeff is... Bridges would have played a great dad if he'd lost his daughter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That'd have been a nice change. Yeah, he seems a little. He always seems a little bit too relaxed to be. But Kiefer, yeah, super I think Kiefer could have played a you know good cycle. Yeah, he, he doesn't need to bring always. I'm angry. He just needs to play it subdued. Yeah, I, I like. I, I know we've talked about this before. I, I quite like Phone Booth. I quite like the like Kiefer Sutherland's performance in it and how he he has the same kind of thing of like control. Mm. Like he has control over the situation. And I think, if you think about I'm it this, you. he has control over the situation. I'm with you on that. It's Colin Farrell's performance. I don't like <laughs> in that film. I really like Forrest Whitaker in it as well. The Black Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Blackner. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think the reason I don't mind it is because I can believe that Colin Farrell is pretty much the pimp character that's in it. Like where he just like <laughs> ah, I'm cheating on my wife and I'm like just playing just himself shit. as normal. <laughs> he's just because the person in it is a shitty person. That's uh-huh. the point. And he's like, I don't think you should live, but I'm going to try and make you do something good. I can believe that's who Colin Farrell is. <laughs> Have you seen Blown Away with uh, Jeb Bridges and Forrest Whitaker? No, I haven't. Genius. Ooh. Just gen- oh, Tommy Lee Jones as well. Oh. <laughs> hey, McGurra Boyle. <laughs> He got this really terrible Irish accent. Fucking amazing. I need to see this one. <laughs> Blown away. What is the plot of it? He's a bomb expert. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones breaks out of prison. He put him there and he wants revenge on him. Yeah, Boyo. <laughs> hey, Boyo. Are you sure you're not thinking of the movie Patriot Games? <laughs> <laughs> around about the same time. Is it? Yes. So okay. the girlfriend goes to visit the daughter now. Yeah, the daughter of Barney. Yeah. Not yeah. the dinosaur. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's an alternative pitch for this. <laughs> Barney the dinosaur goes on a rampage yeah. and starts kidnapping women. You can come in my car if you want. Keep her still in, but no one's ever going to believe I was a killer. Sandra <laughs> 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 Bullock, come with me into my car. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Shida, Shida. Oh, wait, he's a big purple dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Barney has broken his paw. <laughs> <laughs> Rub my tummy and see what happens. <laughs> uh, trust you, you can't with that one, Bob. Pull my tail, I make noises. <laughs> Pull. <laughs> oh, brilliant. We do see, that is a bit weird, like we see the deed at this point, because eh? uh-huh. he's talking about how he actually did it, and he talks about like, you know, you, you see, you just see it. You don't see him narrating it, um, but it's all like, oh, like come out and get this bracelet, blah blah blah. But you know what I was thinking? Like this isn't like a late night petrol station where the two of them have pulled in and mm-hmm. only one of them drives away. 
it's like the middle of the day, yeah, it's and it's not like a it's not like a petrol station. It's like a, a truck stop mm-hmm. with like loads of cars. Any car forms are and nobody sees. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like almost unbelievable crimes. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it was probably expanded so that the audience could understand what he was doing. Because in the original, mm-hmm. it's quite quick. Chloroform would take seconds yeah, probably to work. Yeah. Yeah, I've not experimented. <laughs> <laughs> but is it Much. is it in the, <laughs> in the original, right? Does that happen through the day in the original? Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, in this one, I can't remember. Did um, is it just me? Is he wearing clown clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Pennywise. <laughs> did um, yeah, call you? What was his name? <laughs> the one in the car? No, no, the one in the car. Oh, Kenny the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny the Killer Clown no no <laughs> <laughs> never will get Kenny sick. the Killer Clown from our <laughs> in this one right in the in the remake yeah. did he was he look like he was going to abduct somebody else and then it just happened Sandra Bullock was there or nah. did he just zoom in on Sandra Bullock it's almost like he stopped uh-huh. it's almost like it's a chance kind of thing because the way he's doing it is he's, he's dropped the he's dropped the arm brace yep. and everything and that kind of to me made me think that this was just chance occurrence. Mm-hmm. He was actually just out to go and get a coffee. Right, because in the original, um, she goes in. He's a she's the first first one she lo- he looks at, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I really? Oh, I think this one's the one." And she buys the frisbee, and ends up going outside. Yeah. And he's like, "Shit!" Because he gets surrounded by tourists then, mm-hmm. or people at the petrol station. He's like, "Shit! I can't get to her. Damn it! I have to wait." Oh well, fuck it. I'll, I'll find another one. And he's at the coffee machine later. And she just happens to come in because she wanted a Coke. Yeah. She just happens to come back in. Yeah, that, that's... that's. Well, yeah, maybe that is kind of... Maybe it is kind of going along the same lines then, that it's just kind of chance. Yeah, it was. But... Yeah, it was second it's chance. Not yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was second chance. Because it's not giving you enough time to build up to yeah. that fact, is it? Plus, at this point, you know, you know he's the one. Mm-hmm. And you know she's the one. Mm-hmm. So you would She's delete. the one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, better check my pulse. <laughs> check, constantly monitors. One hundred and ninety. <laughs> she is the one. <laughs> but you could, you could kind of see. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just. In broad daylight, I, you just I can't. can't yeah, yeah, I can't. And it's like America; like mm-hmm. they, they stop and they do everything at a truck stop, as is as is shown by when he's trying to give the woman the, the picture. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's ram backed. I just I don't know. I can't believe that. I think it would have been better if it was done at night, and it was just those were the only two cars there, mm-hmm. and he knew it was that car that drove off in the distance that had her in it. Once he kind of thought back, and he was like, "Did I see any cars driving off?" And he just it was frustratingly close. But at this point, it's just she knows he knows nothing. Yeah, realistic, isn't it? <laughs> and yet, in the original, it just seems like it could happen. Yeah, that somebody can vanish in broad daylight. Yeah. So if you're if you're at a truck station, you're you're probably not in your car. Mm-hmm. You're probably out your car, stretching your legs, walking around, playing on the grass as the couple were on the original. Yeah. It happened to Kurt Russell's wife. In that film with the. Breakdown. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Not in real life. No, no. I mean. <laughs> that's what I was no. thinking. I was like, really? Gordon <laughs> got abducted. <laughs> By the lizard people from V. You are her 
Our yeah. go on to for you are the chief of the lizard people. She looks like a lizard. Anyway, go on. <laughs> it's because of all the work she's had done, right? Yeah. So, like Melanie Griffith, holy shit. She doesn't look like a lizard. Oof. She looks terrible, though. Yeah. Nice looking woman. All right, you first started out. All right, put the handbags away, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying, you know, Hollywood women shouldn't be. We're just saying. Pressured natural beauty changing their faces. Us. Exactly. <laughs> Well, no, I don't want to like hear that conversation <laughs> in, <the other laughs> in your case we'll make an exception <laughs> those breasts are incredible they're <laughs> <laughs> they so large you know uh, you know when people do those the, the, like, the shitty icebreaker of like right I want you to do three things and two of them have got to be real and one of them has got to be a lie no other way around two of them have got, to be, a, uh, two have got, got to be a lie and one of them has got to be true and they've got to guess which one is true. I always put in mind that I've had liposuction because uh-huh. I genuinely did have liposuction on my backside. <laughs> my J-Lo bit was too big. Was it too big? You cut that out. <laughs> nope, that's just like, <laughs> just like the surgeon did. Yeah, I, I can just remember the guy saying, like, right, so what happened is uh, is we need to just siphon so that it, things that come down your back don't get caught on your butt. <laughs> I was like... Okay. <laughs> Whatever, surgeon man. Go ahead. So then, nobody, nobody believes I've had liposuction. <laughs> when I was doing my last induction at work, um, I always ask them kind of questions as they come in, and there was one. I was like, I can't think of a question, so I was like, Tell me your name and what's your favourite item of bespoke furniture. <laughs> <laughs> well, answer that. <laughs> Chippendale couch. <laughs> right, you know. <laughs> Stickly. I love stickly. <laughs> Another stick out. <laughs> nice. And we thought so. So, Kiversella ends up in the ends up in the in the grave. Well, yeah, because he he drinks, he drinks the coffee. The coffee, right. which I've got to say, you, you, the two of you did a very good job of not spoiling it at all. So genuinely, never having seen the original as well, mm-hmm. when. He drinks the coffee. I genuinely thought we were going to have some, like, basement or something where he would find his wife. So, like, when he actually woke up in the coffin, you were like, holy crap, that's that's actually quite horrendous. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I was quite... The coffee scene... Mm. Yeah. In this one. Mm. In the original? Uh Holy fucking shit, that guy's torn to shreds. Is he? He's just in a fucking emotional wreck. He, He walks off. He's like, fuck you, I'm getting out of here. Fuck off. Uh-huh. And he just walks away. The guy just gets back in his car. Just waits. Oh, he's really? still sitting there. Because he, he knows. He just knows. He's, he's coming back. Got him to a T sort of thing. Turns the engine. Oh, really? He's coming back. Guess what? He fucking comes back. Turns he fucking goes, goes mental. He goes running about all over the place, kicking trees and all sorts of things. Uh-huh. Comes back, just fucking straight to the car, drinks a coffee, goes there, fucking done it. It's a great scene. So this scene, meh. <laughs> just pretty much goes, all right, all right. Is that raining now? I'll drink a coffee then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll back the car. <laughs> it's more like I'm finally getting that coffee I wanted earlier. <laughs> Nancy Travis has not let me have one this whole time. I've only been drinking milk this entire. <laughs> Man like me, milk, <laughs> coffee, <laughs> real man. So, would I be right in saying this is the end of the first? Yes. So he just wakes up in the coffin. And yes. That's it. 
and you've I take it from that you 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 draw the conclusion that he buried yes the the guy's partner alive as well because it cuts the shot um, of his family in the garden mm-hmm. where he's buried. And right. They're just trimming the trees and cutting down the grass and trimming the old bushes and whatever. Playing away, the three daughters playing away in the garden. And the camera just pans round to the back of the car and there's a newspaper with his photo next to his vanished girlfriend's photo on the newspaper saying they're both vanished now. Mm. Yeah. So, at one point you guys said something earlier on about like coffins, <laughs> coffins weren't so cheap and he was actually reusing them. So do we get the impression that his girlfriend was buried in that same coffin? No. No. No, no. But we just get we, you just have to draw the conclusion that she's probably been buried. I was just buried alive as well. I was well. just making a funny. Sorry, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I wasn't sure if I'd missed something there. Well obviously in the original she had been buried alive because they had the screams in the garden. But they weren't sure where they were coming from. Remember that spider oh, scene? Right. Oh, right. See? Ah, they just paid it no attention because the daughter had been distracted by these spiders and then she screamed yeah. which is weird a chain of screaming through the other daughters which is weird because obviously the counter to that in this film is the scene where he confronts the neighbour but that happens before he abducts her mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm saying that's so very never, bizarre you never actually know there's no actual oh I buried her and there's no statement from him at any point where you're like alright so that's also what happened to her mm-hmm. you're just left to kind of draw your own conclusions which, to be honest, for once, I would actually like, like to the director to have told me. <laughs> because the, the, the original, I don't like to harp on about it again, yeah. but that's a conversation having in the car. He says, look, if I drink this coffee, I'm going to end up exactly like my girlfriend, right? So if she's dead, I'll die from drinking this coffee. I'm yeah. going to be dead. Uh-huh. This is going to be my last act. If she's dead, yeah. then I, I'm going to die the same way she died. Yeah. He says, you'll just have to drink the coffee and find out. Mm. So he knows what he's doing. He knows that this could be his last... It could, it could be that she's last shout, but that's what he does. Yeah. That's what torments him. That's what tears him up. It's like a, it's like a Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Like the one with the, the button. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. But in this one... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got an extra special ending here. Oh, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Tacked on Hollywood shit. <laughs> Nancy Travis to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Nancy Travis is here. <laughs> we'll bring her two by four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, wouldn't you check the fucking box that the gun was in before you got to the house that you needed the gun? Yes. I mean, what the fuck? If you it. go down to the woods, <laughs> you'll find Nancy Travis without a gun. <laughs> Better to find out if that actually shows up in the recording. <laughs> it's an ice cream man. <laughs> Anybody want ice cream? Bob's ice cream. Is <laughs> that Kenny the clown? So Nancy Travis. Nancy Travis. She uh, convinces Jeff Bridges that she's kidnapped his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, because she's partially drugged. He partially drugs her, does he not, with the handkerchief? Because mm. she's kind of... But it doesn't take... Really lucid. <laughs> it doesn't take, for <laughs> some reason. She's Nancy Travis. <laughs> Can we also... Uh, we actually forgot to mention this as well. And I'm sorry if the reason we forgot to mention it is because somebody's jumped the shark woman. 
But do you remember when he talks about um, previously trying to help him have abducted somebody? Uh-huh. And there's a woman trying to fish something out of one of his air vents at one point. He sneezes and breathes <laughs> in his own hanky. Uh, Chloroforms himself and has to run to the bathroom. Directly from the original. Really? Story. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny <laughs> and apparently water kind of Dis- stops dissipates it yeah uh, yeah I suppose then, yeah. Okay. spade face spade face <laughs> why so serious <laughs> <laughs> told you it would come back in <laughs> oh but she flips the, the, she flips it entirely on him doesn't she she gets him to drink the coffee so he not realising it's got a 15 minute yeah. Lead, yeah. Lead. <laughs> yeah so he drinks the coffee knocks himself out that's when she goes to the loose soil that she saw before yeah to uncover Kiefer well hopefully hopefully it's not the other fucking one because she's been dead for three years <laughs> and she's not going to be in hell <laughs> <laughs> if it was me I'd just get the fuck out of there and call the police personally but Whatever, because yeah. he, he could have a fucking whole. He could have a whole what two hundred yards across, with fucking hundreds of bodies in mm-hmm. it. Yep. Guess so which one's Kiefer comes back to life? Ah, because she's getting beaten to fuck by Jeff Bridges and Spadeface. <laughs> Grabs a spade, takes it to the face, <laughs> takes it to the face, and then turns it around. It takes it to the gob. <laughs> yeah. He spades his gob. He does. He kind of slices it, like I said, like literally, like uh, the yeah. Joker and the the Batman films, and just. Personally, I'd be glad that my teeth didn't get in the way. It's not the jump the shark moment, but it's probably the worst moment in the film, which is the the exact ending of uh-huh. the film, which is the joke. Oh, the coffee joke. Yeah. <laughs> then there's a the coffee joke. <laughs> the what end. do you want some coffee? No, thanks. We don't drink coffee anymore. I just wondered if the director was taking the piss. <coughs> I imagine so. I think so. Because there's also the bit with the, the guy who's got them to write the book. He's like, uh, right, I thought the original was amazing, but this one's so much better with this new ending. I'm like, oh, 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 I don't think so. We've definitely got a bestseller here. Yeah. Okie dokie. And then there's a coffee joke. Will you drink the coffee, audience? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did you think, Ross? Watching it for the well, as yeah, a, as actually, a thriller, just watching it for the first time. Yeah, because it kind of ties into my, my jump the shark moment. I'll be honest. I'll just say it. So, the start of the film, I was like, okay, like I'm okay, I'm, I'm buying this, and it like the credits with the like. I always, I always have a bit of respect for a horror film that can be set in the daytime mm-hmm. because I think relying on it just being dark is is just laziness because you can't see what's in the dark <laughs> like if you're going to be scary something should be just as scary in the daytime as it is at night time so like sorry so like Texas Chainsaw Massacre like Leatherface running at you mm-hmm. with a chainsaw on in broad daylight is terrifying for me it's much scarier ironically than... the remake set in the dark isn't it yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's uh, it's quite the whole amazing. remake thing is. Oh no, he's turning on the chainsaw! I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was watching. I was kind of going along with it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this is okay." Um, and and I would say, like I said, like having not seen the original, the reveal when he's in the coffin, and you're like, 
holy crap, like, <laughs> you didn't kind of expect that. For me, like, for, for thinking it wasn't meant to be quite good, I was expecting them to be, like, like I said, in some kind of dungeon basement or something like that, and his wife actually is still be alive. So I thought, that that's quite brave, usually, and especially the fact that Sandra Bullock, she's only in, like, the first 15, 20 minutes, and then oh. that's it, that's the whole, that's her whole performance. So I thought, that, that's quite quite brave. But at the same time, I thought, if this guy has been painted out to be, like, this meticulous seri- like this meticulous killer, because he's not a serial killer at this point, <laughs> he would have surely wanted, like, that kind of high again. Mm-hmm. And not just been waiting three years and watching the guy fall to pieces and be like, this is hilarious. <laughs> Surely it would have been like, ah, oh, I'd like to do this again. <laughs> you think and after getting one. Yeah. Because he, he, it's not as if he... I guess there's nothing to say in the original that he hasn't. No. More than one. The, the thing that like, kind of made it for me was like, if... If if they if they had set up like when he was reading through that book mm. and he was explaining Kiefer, if he'd said like when I saved that girl, I felt like I'd put like the universe out of kilter or something, mm. and I felt like I needed to kill one person, so I devised this, but it was a one deed thing, mm. and I, think I that was just implied, wanted to see that it. That was implied in the original. Mm-hmm. I think. So to to then just not have that kind of explanation and just be like, yeah, I'm a serial killer, but I only killed one person. But Until today, <laughs> in the original, he's ended up killing the boyfriend as well. Mm. So does that mean the universe is out of kilter and he's got to do another good deed? Mm, yeah. And if he does another good deed, does that mean he's got to do another <laughs> bad deed? You just don't know. The guy's just nuts. Uh, yeah. He's a soci- I think he described himself as a sociopath in the original. Mm. He's not though. <laughs> but you're not in the original. That, but, oh, in the original, yeah, right, right. And this, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's Barney, the dinosaur, the lovable yeah, dinosaur. And he wouldn't go near because he's a fucking creepy uncle. So, just to clarify, your jump the shark moment is I'm annoyed that he's not killed more people. <laughs> <laughs> My jump the shark moment is the reveal where he's only killed that one person, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that maybe says more about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only killed that one person, but not just the fact that he's only killed that one person. Only killed one person for no apparent reason. <laughs> somebody that had went that yeah. far and committed that act would yeah, would usually be going for something else after that their life would seem very grey dull and boring mm-hmm. after you'd killed that person and then right, just, I was just joking just don't kill that. me <laughs> don't, don't take the handkerchief <laughs> if you sneeze I, I won't have that coffee after all <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I've drank all the black currants <laughs> Feeling woozy, <laughs> must tell jump shark moment. <laughs> so Bob, what, what did you think though, Bob? Having been a fan of the original and having still seen a big fan of the original, still love the original. Um, this doesn't call it for you. <laughs> no, because the original is still there, like all remakes and like all bad sequels and whatever. The original is still there to be watched mm-hmm. uh, and loved. Um, like the eventual Blade Runner 2 which they'll come out with I'm sure yeah jump shot moment I guess as soon as I met the couple mm. so fucking unlikable horrendous <laughs> didn't like them um, I also feel Jeff Bridges is a bit miscast or I, I, he's a good actor he, he wouldn't be miscast if the things he was doing weren't so fucking weird mm. with the character if they kind of were set up yeah well if he was just got a proper haircut <laughs> if he looked more normal 
Like most, ser- I mean, you've seen a lot of serial killer documentaries, mm-hmm. and that they're all just normal people going about their normal lives. Mm-hmm. They don't look anything monstrous or nothing like that. There's nothing about them. Mm-hmm. They're just ordinary, normal. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, Jeff Bridges is just off kilter from the start. Creepy, weird. Yeah, and you just wouldn't trust him with anybody. And you wouldn't go near his car for a no. fucking start. You know? Get in the car. Much less his cabin. So, all right, yeah, I'm going to change my jump the shark moment from the couple to Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges' acting choices in this. It's just, they're just too much. They're too weird. They're too weird. The limp, the hair, everything, the voice. The cardigan. Everything. The cardigan. It's just so weird. You wouldn't go near this guy. <laughs> you wouldn't. You just wouldn't. Is is how you describe people like the person you don't want your children to go near? Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you could describe serial killers, I would imagine this is how you describe them. Yeah, cardigan wearing, mop top, uh, limp stereotype. Yeah, just stereotype, horrendous stereotype. That's a stereotype. <laughs> like uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Blown Away, <laughs> the Irish stereotype. Hey, Begora. <laughs> Honestly, it's a must watch. Anyway, Grant. <laughs> Nancy Travis It's <laughs> my jump the shark woman Is she a travesty? Oh, oh yes, yes she is oh. Thanks for that better joke I'm going to edit that <laughs> I'll edit me saying that anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you really close to the mic going It's a travesty <laughs> You just say it now She's a Nancy travesty Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I thought of that joke. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> You're my hero. <laughs> Any particular reason, or just. Just when she comes to the rescue, I just think yeah. it, it ruins the film. <laughs> Not just when she comes in, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> I thought you meant our poor customer service was what put you off. <laughs> That's a no. Just give him a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would deny denying somebody <laughs> coffee. coffee. <laughs> Unbelievable. The way they've mixed up this film as well from the original, they've mm. totally chopped and changed where scenes are. I wonder if, fit. like what we're talking it's about, how weird. when he talks about the screaming uh-huh. at the later, but I wonder if they have edited it in such a way that probably wasn't meant to be edited then. Maybe. Maybe they did mix it. Because mm-hmm. they were like, no, we need these, these scenes in a different place. Yeah. We need to establish this as a bad guy. Yeah. Mr. Sluzy, you're in Hollywood now. We do things our way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, but I, uh, I don't want this. I want this in a certain way. Fuck off. <laughs> we paid you in a go-back. It would make sense, because like you say, that guy never comes back into it. No. Never, ever. <laughs> the rest of the I film. quite believe this never, was ever. cut. <laughs> never, ever. Cut ever to fuck. Getting back to good about a dozen times. <laughs> I'll bet this was cut a dozen times. Yeah. At least. To get it to where it is. Whereas they should have just cut the idea from the start, am I right? Yep. <laughs> I'd go along with that. You're right, though, because like, if you had... I, I really wondered what had happened to her. Mm-hmm. And th- there's no kind of like... You know, for as much as Hollywood's bad for, you know, telling and not yeah. showing, yeah. it was a bit where I kind of like, I, I need to know this information. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I know it could be a horrific ending where you don't know what's happened. Yeah. But, yeah... It's from the same director as well, so... Mm. No excuses. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. I've never read anything about it. It was like, uh, looking back on it now, it was like uh, a film that I really hated a long time ago, and kind of 
was a bonding moment for me and Grant, which was a film called Right at Your Door, which mm. I dubbed Shite at Your Door. Shite <laughs> <laughs> at Your Door. Um, but the very ending of that is is so horrifically bleak <laughs> that you just like, oh fuck. <laughs> and it kind of taints the rest of the film, which mm. up until that point has been pretty slow paced and pretty boring. Um, and, and then just the end is just like that, and it's done. And you're like, and it's, it's like the mist. Yeah, no, no, couldn't go through that again. Oh, the mist is harsh. Yeah, that's a, I, I really like that film though. It's just so fucking bleak. <laughs> uh, I can remember um, showing my mates that, and the bit where the tentacle comes in, yeah. the, the garage, it's just so cheesy. And I was just like, keep watching it, keep watching it. Okay. And when it got to the end, my mate Barry was just like, "Holy crap!" I just <laughs> I couldn't believe it was the end. He was like, "There's more though, isn't there?" And I was like, "Nope, that's it." <laughs> I remember my mate once said to me the way you could improve that end is when he realises that all the army's coming if it cuts into the curb uh, the curb the enthusiasm theme okay I would have liked to have seen another fucking tentacle swoop that bus away that had Mrs Carmichael in it so that he had the last laugh Remember, he oh, sees the last girl, yeah. the woman that's the religious freak. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. she's like, oh, well, I told you. You're like, fuck off. Get a big technical in here right now and swoop that bus away. Yeah, because she was... Annoying. Crazy. The thing is, there's Typical a lot of... Stephen King yeah. character. <laughs> there's always that character in the Stephen King film, and usually they get their just desserts, but in this yeah, one's a bit like... I started watching Under the Dome, and I was like, really? The bad guy's a young guy wearing a leather jacket? That's a frightening new idea there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... The, the last the last film of our... Um, the last film of our, our remakes. Remakes, Hollywood season. remakes. And uh, next time, Grant. So what's your choice? The Last Airbender. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> oh. It's kind of against the laws of the podcast. Oh, come on, we've had Taxi. Oh. <laughs> the Vanishing. Oh. We're going to end on a high. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Don't the make last, me watch it. It's almost it. the genesis of the podcast, but let's tell that story next time. And I'll cut that out because it's pointless <laughs> to even have it. <laughs> So if you want to find us on Facebook, where can you find us, Grant? At Don't Jump Shack. Twitter, Bob? Actually, that's Twitter. Yeah, that that's is Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just edit that around, yeah? Was that on purpose? You always ask Twitter first. Yeah. I just wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> where can you find us on Twitter, Grant? At Don't Jump Shark. Yeah. Where can you find us on Facebook, Bob? Don't Jump the Shark Film Podcast. Yep. And they can email us at don'tjumptheshark at hotmail.com. What's our Reddit page? We don't have one. Fucking behind the times. Fucking unbelievable. What fearless leader is this? Um, we don't have an Instagram account either. <laughs> what are some of good these good reasons that we should be on as well? <laughs> yeah. right. Don't jump the shark, team podcast. Do you have to have a team date on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You can bring a women's bowls team. <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, you, you said sign up to Grinder, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, going to be an interesting <laughs> How far will you go? <laughs> I've got a friend request from Jeff Bridges from The Vanishing. <laughs> Don't let him bring his own handkerchief. <laughs> What's the me for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you next time. See you later. Bye. <laughs>